I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. Richards making more headlines this week with RHOBH. In fact, she confirmed that she and Mauricio are no longer living under the same roof. Are we getting closer to an official divorce announcement? We shall see. And then we head to the RHOP. That lawsuit between Candace Dillard Bassett and Michael Darby has been dismissed. So why did Michael even bring it in the first place, being a public figure trying to prove defamation of character, which is very hard? David Yontif from Behind the Velvet Rope joins now. She may not even be in conversations as far as I'm concerned. Can we, while we're sort of staying in the RHOBH sphere, can you talk to me? Where where do you think things are at? Kyle's been doing a lot of press. She was on Access Hollywood. She says she and Mo haven't really lived under the same roof now for the past three or four months. She stands by. She and, and, and Morgan you have to do your Morgan impression. She says she and Morgan are just friends. And if Morgan didn't have so many tattoos up her neck on her, all over her hands and her sleeves, no one would care. But Miss Morgan. Why, why would no one care? 
So I don't understand. Well, so why it's a stereotype. Is it because I'm a lesbian? Yep. And I prefer women. It it's a lesbian stereotype. I don't prefer men. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want no dick. I don't want no dick in my bed. I'm Morgan Wayne, guys. You've asked for me back, and Sarah has summoned me to the pocket. I don't want no dick, Sarah. Morgan, I I think we know that you are you ain't into the fellas. There's and so I don't understand. Just because I got some ink on my body pants, yes. you think that what? Like I'm a I'm a scary woman i don't correct kyle thinks that because morgan i think in people's minds has a more let's see um pronounced lesbian look if you will that that is the interest morgan so let me just understand a few things here so i have some other lesbian friends um there's a girl down i mean i sometimes i come to beverly hills even though i live down in another part of the country um that's the truth there's a woman named Portia Durosai. I have a pronunciation problem with some of these fancy names, but a Portia Durosai. Correct. She dates that other comedian woman chick. If Portia and Kyle Richards, this is Kyle Richards' point, were besties, no one that would Portia have. That Portia was on that Ally McBeal. That was a nice little show that the Fox Network put out with that Calista Flockhart. Go on, Sarah. Well, that's just the thing, right? If if Morgan was a lesbian that looked like Portia, no one would be making a fuss. But because Morgan, really, well, that's what Kyle says. Well, let me ask you this: We had um, Kyle's, I guess, ex friend, that rich, the the not a related Richard sister, but that other Richard's girl. She was in the Bonds crowd. Oh, Denise. That's not a, Denise, well, didn't she diddle around with that other girl who's kicked off the network and banned? Didn't they diddle and daddle? Brandy And Glenville. everyone seemed to. Yeah, that Brandy. The, didn't they diddle and daddle those two? And everyone saw thought that. And there, I mean, Denise is more of a Porsche than she is a, that was a, it. That a Morgan was, like me. No, that was I don't it see for no a... tattoos on her. Was it for poor Denise? Uh, that lesbian expose, really, Denise? Denise had forgot to tell Aaron about that one. And unfortunately, Denise knew if she wanted to save her relationship with Aaron, we were going to have to leave the show. <laughs> Listen, can't. ladies, if you go and you diddle and you dangle, you always got to tell the guy, you know, that you're with if you want to. Honesty is the best policy. Do ask and do tell, my friends. Do ask and do tell. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, speaking <laughs> speaking of Brandy, Morgan, it is always great to see you. Um, You're welcome. And I just want to say one more thing. I posted on my social medias. I never did the social media, oh, but yeah. Kyle, mm-hmm. she tells me to get it out there. So I posted, she came to my show in Tennessee, one of my hometowns where I feel really comfortable, eating some chicklins and some grapes. And uh, I posted on my social media that I'm not mad at Kyle and Kyle ain't mad at me. So check out my social media. She did post. Thank you, Morgan. We'll see you soon. She did post. Kyle, Love you, uh, Morgan. Morgan. Love you, Morgan. Love you. Love you, Morgan. That she, um, her and Kyle are fine. It's all just, I'm just so, these are just, I'm so sick of it. And then Kyle likes, did you see this? She liked so who was it that posted about micro cheating? We have a new term. Let's yeah. all put our woke. Let's let's put our woke hats on because we have new terms here today, people. <laughs> woke hats. Um, 
What is this micro is cheating? Is micro cheating in the woke department? Uh, <laughs> micro cheating. Because I, I actually agree with everything they said about micro cheating. I'm actually all for the definition of micro cheating. But where did that come? Like where? What page was that on? Well, micro cheating isn't emotional cheating. It's not physical cheating. It's just these little moments, which Kyle has said that, that Mo does, which it's following sexy Instagram models. It's liking their, their you know, sexy poses. Like it's, if Megan Fox said feeling awake this morning and Mo said like oh nice. I feel it yeah yeah right right that's <laughs> yeah. that's micro cheating you know that's um sliding in someone's dms just to say you're looking good girl like a married that's man- like a micro slash macro <laughs> <laughs> that's a micro macro cheating that's I'm gonna call that micro uh, hi I'm slipping into your dms well I just want to say I'm married so I'm not interested but you look really hot and I mean if you just took that bathing suit off I think all that looks so tight on you girl that seems like more of like a macro cheating to me but go on well, I mean, <laughs> I no, I, I, yeah, I think when you're married and you're high profile, you have to be really careful. I mean, it is one of the things I love about my husband is he does not have social media and it's so, <sighs> it's really nice. I mean, it is one less worry. Um, and I would, I have friends without social media. They are the happiest. Oh, he, my husband's great. People. I know. I know. You know what that believes me? I'm gone. I'm gone when this podcast ends. I mean, I guess I'll keep a closed Instagram for everyone that's listened to this podcast, but I'm probably going to vanish from public, like Sweetie, social media. The Richard You'll Simmons. never see me. You'll never see me post again. I like actually, it's, I'm not interested in it. It's a business tool. I literally, I don't, I don't like it. But wait, so what web page did she, who was talking about? Because Kyle liked something, right? Like should a thumbs up or something yeah, to say, I think oh, I understand. Just somebody that, I don't know if they're like a psychologist or expert or something in micro And she like what? They, she yeah, said, she yeah. yeah. I Sorry, agree. So everyone's now reading into that, that like, look, I think Correct. it's just, there's, does anyone see any chemistry at all between Kyle and Mauricio? Someone should go back and watch seasons one through 12 and and see if now that you watch this with a different eye, like were the signs always there for 12 seasons that these two were so fucking disconnected? Like, is the joke on us? Did we not observe correctly? Oh, that's a good point. That's a good thing. I didn't um I didn't think about that. There's no chemistry now. There's no there's oh, there she almost seems like she could throw up looking at him, speaking to him. It is very cold. Very, very cold. I, so that's if, the thing. Now, I'm not into anyone's bedroom, but just like Oh, she's not having sex with him. Yeah. No, no, they're not. not. Like, and this is how people get divorced. Like, you truly just look at the person and you're like, the thought of it. Like, I'm horny, but the thought of it, because I hate you as a person, or I just am not into you anymore after 26... You can't go and have sex with that. I know there's hate sex and all that, but you just it doesn't work that way when you're just, yeah, they seem totally like disgusted with each other. Disgusted. And uh, personally, I think it's a not a great sign if they've been separated since June of 2023, July, and now they haven't lived together. Now, my couples therapist says that lots of times couples move out 
and they work on it and they move back in and you can be stronger than ever. My my couples therapist also says cheating can save relationships. So I, you know, but I, I think looking at them, there is no, no, I think they're done. I think they're thing, figuring out how I to agree. untangle things doing what's best for their daughters. And, you know, you and I've talked about this. A lot of couples have arrangements till their kids are out of high school. And I, I don't think that ever works. I don't know why they wait, but maybe it's just easier to get Portia through high school and then separate. But I, I, I don't think that they're coming back. I would agree with you on all of that. I don't think they're ever coming back. It's Beverly Hills. I really don't think it has anything to do with Morgan. It's over. But it's I, I actually- just... I do kind of think Kyle's a lesbian, though. You do? Don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. She definitely, I know a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who leave in divorce husbands of 20 years and are lesbians. Yeah, I do. I do. There's something about her, I think, that, I think the way. No, I mean, I, in retrospect, I could see it. Not to stereotype, but a college gives me a little bit of, you know, dipping in the lady pond vibe. And I yeah. could see that like full time for her. Yeah. I don't know. 100%. I mean, this is speculation. Go on. Cause then I want to ask you about Brandy Glanville. Okay. Well then let's, I was just going to talk about the looks from, uh, oh, yeah. the looks from, uh, we have, I mean, God, we're going to have to do a whole nother show. Um, we didn't talk about Candace Dillard and, uh, her lawsuit is, you know, Michael Darby is dropped. Can we please bring Michael Darby back? I miss Michael Darby. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I've I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. (laughs) They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. I miss Michael Darby. Okay, let's talk about Brandy Glanville for a minute, though. Well, since she's that's really important. Have you watched her OnlyFans? She's on OnlyFans. I mean, do you do you believe no. this is where I need? See, Bethany needs to counsel her. Like, I want real numbers. How much money does Brandy Glanville have left in her bank account? 
Well, she says for six months because of Carolyn Manzo and Carolyn basically ruined her life. Um, she had earned no money at all and that um that uh, she had to turn to OnlyFans. I, I wonder if she's made any money. Um she's apparently And she said it's feet. She said it's feet pictures because her face was busted. I mean, these are her words, basically, not mine. And I guess that's how she's supported herself as a living. I don't know. It's so why do you think that she's taken this so personal? Like, why do you think Brandy's been so emotionally affected? Just, I mean, to me, I actually feel really bad for Brandy. Like, I think Brandy just thought this was a flirty, fun joke. And and now, like, her life is seems, I want to give Brandy a hug. I, I feel like. She, I loved having her on this podcast. She's yeah. never coming back to Bravo. So, I mean, we already established that. Vicky just said. I mean, the brilliance of Victoria Gummelson, um, that we're never going to see this season of uh, Girls Trip. I mean, okay, Vicky, we have been saying that for nine months now. Like, get with the program. Um, I do feel bad for her. I have not checked out her OnlyFans. I will check out her OnlyFans. Look, I mean, I had... Courtney Tilia, one of my great interviews. I loved her. Just had her on this year. She was a school teacher making $47,000. She would have gotten her pension, I think, in 20 years for $100,000 or whatever it was. And she makes $1 million a year on OnlyFans. So I am all when she shows, I think, a little more than her feet. But love Courtney Tilia. Shout out to Courtney. Listen to that interview. Love her. Um, I see. I don't shame or anything. Go for it, Brandy. But right, like just... Go for it. Make make the money. But it is, I feel bad for her too. I do. I just think she's so physically impacted by this. And I, I just feel like when somebody has a reaction like that, they're not guilty. I think that they, they are so remorseful of their actions. I think they were just truly being themselves, which I'm not saying that it's right. She obviously probably misread the situation or Carolyn just wants a bag. I don't know. But... Yeah, I just feel bad for Brandy. I think or we've all a been... little bit of all of the above. Yeah, because no all been victim in... shaming, but I think Carolyn does want a bag. We've all been in situations, right, where you know you get drinking, you're having a good time, and you know I don't know whatever you touch somebody. You know, I mean, right? We've all been where we think like, oh, it's all good and fun. You don't really know how the other person's going to interpret it, or maybe in that moment they kind of interpret it you know, a little flirty, but then later they feel violent. It's hard. It's really hard. I, I want to give Brandy a hug. I got to go find her here in Hollywood. And um, maybe I'll do a feet video with her. Um, I okay. mean, you get, you get your bag too, girl. Yeah, always. Uh, right? Wait, I do want to ask you, do you have more inside scoop about Candy and Michael Darby's $2 million lawsuit? Michael Darby alleged that Candy Gal ruined, you know, his reputation in the DMV. He's a builder. I've uh, been a longtime developer there. And uh, Mr. Darby, the lawsuit thrown out. So they obviously did not feel that there was thrown enough out. evidence. I'm sure they probably argued, her attorneys probably argued, dude, you put yourself on reality TV. You're a public figure. Very hard to see. I mean, defamation is so hard Very to hard. prove. Especially I mean, when you're public. saying... You know, I mean, me saying that, like, Messi G. Gugasita and Josefina Gugasita have another lawsuit against them. And, you know, why are they always being sued? And they're shady business people. You know, the Gorgasitas don't get into business with the shady Gorgasitas. That's not defamation. So everybody, back your asshole up. It's saying, 
that I am a Heather McDonald and I listen to all the comments that are made about me out there and I slip into people's DMs when they say bad things about me and say, I'm watching you and I'm listening. Oh, can we? When wait, okay, Heather, go on. I want to ask you about that. That's when cool. Heather McDonald and the rat, the rat that scurries, that is Tam. She loves Gouda. She loves Gouda cheese and she's in the corner getting some. When they're on Heather's podcast with Shannon and they say, you know, Jim Bellino's trampoline park closed down because people die on the premises. That is a defamation suit. It is an actual fact that you are stating. And if someone did not die and the business is hurt because of that, that is a defamation suit. Which saying the, the saying the Gorgas are fucking shady. So saying Michael Darby sucks a huge dick every night. Which, that is not defamation. We can say Michael sucks a dick. We can say he takes it in the ass. We can say a lot of things here. Whether it is true or not, how is that defamation? Is, first of all, is, I mean, is sucking dick bad? Is being, I mean, is this a anti-gay thing here? Like, how is that bad? And then how does that hurt you in the community? Now, I know people hate the gays. You guys hate the gays. The world hates the gays. They hate the Jews. They hate the gays. They hate a lot of other people too. But this world is prejudiced, girl. Let me tell you something. Um, I don't, but the world does. So I guess Michael's trying to say that being gay and sucking a dick is not acceptable in the conservative halls of uh, the D.C. But that is not defamation, okay? Saying that, I don't know, saying something about that Australian restaurant that he had, and making it very specific and then having actual business lost. That we might talk about, but no. And Candace is so shady. She's like, I would like to thank my lawyers for giving Michael Darby exactly, or, or you know, for giving him exactly what he deserves from me. Nothing. That was a good line. Shady candy gal. So, candy no, gal. I mean, this is. Of course, it is thrown out. Defamation is so hard to prove. We have free speech here. Anyone that wants to come after me and try to sue me for defamation, I will ruin you. I will countersue you and ruin you. People know not to come near me and fuck with me. There's a um, so it doesn't, I mean, okay, it's not about you, David. Um, it doesn't shock me that this is, but Candy Gal is really enjoying herself on this one. She is really enjoying herself. Justice has prevailed. You gave him, I mean, Candy Gal has, she's taken her lap, Miss Candy Gal. Well, here's the thing. Why do you think Mr. Darby, Mr. Darby is a smart man. I have met Mr. Darby on several occasions. Mr. Darby has done my live podcast show in D.C. Oh. Very fun. Very fun to be around. Now, do you think Mr. Darby knew he wasn't going to win, but this was just a ploy? Because, you know, we, we say this on our show, and you are a lawyer, and I mean no offense, but the lawyers always win. Women, they win in the criminal cases, unless you're broke, and then you get court appointed. They always win because the lawyers always get the most money. Divorce, lawyer, they always do. So do you think this was just a ploy by Mr. Darby to go, you know what? I know I'm not going to win this, but if I can drain her of 50K for what she's done to Ashley and the things she said to me, you know, it's worth it to, to toy with the candy gal a bit. Or do you think Mr. Possibly, Michael Darby yeah. really, like, it, it hates the rumors that he's allegedly gay? And I, think, he was I mean, I think all of the above. I think he got his panties <laughs> in a bunch and got a little upset at the rumors. I think, you know, 
I told you, my friend Troy Forky, who I'm friends with, he's the one who stood up at BravoCon and said, I fucked around with Michael Darby. So, I mean, this is a friend of mine who swears this is true, and I have no reason not to believe him. He's given me details. So, I do think Michael dabbles and dibbles, you know, Brandy dabbles and dibbles with Denise. I think Michael dabbles with dips more than I think Kyle and Morgan are getting down with each other, to be honest with you. So, I think Mr. Dar- all of the above with Mr. Darby, all of the above. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah. um, all right, my love. Uh, loving you and leaving you on this there's, Friday. There's, there's a lot going on, guys. There is. There is. Boy, we mentioned it you know all what? here on, behind when the Velvet Rope slash are, We do. We do. When we you do. say people are tired of watching the inauthenticity of Roni or R-H-O-A or R-H-O-P, with G- Jizzy Jizz and Robin, who is not talking about Juan. You know who is authentic? Us. Because we say whatever fucking comes to our goddamn minds and feel at the time. So, oh, wait, can you can you mention the tea? I love that. Did you pop up on Reddit this week for um, a post about does Heather McDonald intimidate the gays? And your that, first our of all, convo? Was, was that is an old post oh, okay, that okay. somebody sent to me after I revealed la- – they were talking about just – they said there's two examples, what she did to Justin Martindale and what she did to David Yonta. Someone sent me this is like, you know, you're on Reddit. I'm like, I'm all over Reddit. People fucking hate me on Reddit. They hate everybody who ca- – it's like – Exactly. But apparently someone listened to my show last year. When I got – listen – there's no coincidences in the world. I know how these things work. I said something about Heather, which wasn't even that nasty, but I implied like, oh, please. And the day after I said that, because the rumor is Heather listens and scurries wherever there is a little nugget about her online. The day after I said something like this about her on my show, I get had nothing to do with me arriving in LA last year when I decided to split my time between New York and the Hamptons in LA. It was that I was in LA, but it was the day after I said something like, oh, Heather McDonald, please, thirsty, or something like that. The day after that, out of nowhere, I get my first ever DM from Heather that says, I heard you arrived in my city. It's something like this. I'm paraphrasing. I can find it and read the exact thing. It says, I heard you arrived. I heard you arrived in my city. Too bad. You know, it's it's raining. I promise you it'll get better. It's not, that to me is like a strong arm of like, say what you want about me, girl, but I hear every word you say, right? It'd be like if you never spoke to someone, if you right now today for the first time ever were to say something horrible about, I don't know, Andy Kong. And out of nowhere, tomorrow, Andy Cohen slipped in the DMs and said, I'm in your hood. You know, keep up the podcasting work. Something. It's like it's saying you heard what I said. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't I wouldn't have taken that. You as are, a, I w- I, look, I know you took it different. But I never talk about Heather McDonald's out of nowhere. I say something like thirsty and the next day oh, wait, you she, get did up. She, wait, did she say that? She said thirsty and then she, wait, what was the first no. part? Uh, but I'm just giving you context. I said on the show, 
like, oh, Heather McDonald. I don't know what I said. Oh, but okay, me, okay, it, okay. It was like, I said on this show, whether you or someone else, I said, oh, Heather McDonald, that one. Thirsty, like something like that, which wasn't overly nice. And then I would have nowhere, I would have nowhere. The next day I get a DM, hi, I just heard you are here in LA for a bit. Welcome to our city. I hope you like it. Soon the rain will be over. I promise. And people in my comments, I should add, the day before were like, what's your beef with Heather? Why are you saying these things about her? Oh, well, don't you think I'm she's sorry. just responding is... to your... Yeah, but you kind of... Then you started it first, right? Yeah, but I'm just... Um... Look, I mean, I'm always Team David. You know I adore you. Like, and if we, you know... Yes. If if we got a beef, you know, we're riding together. But I'm just saying, like, I don't – I first of all, I think you two would be magic together. I don't know why. I have nothing against her. I just took that as – and then I responded, like, Would you say hey – and I said, did – I said, did did Patty tell you I was here? Because we're both friends with Patty. LOL, I'm spending my time between New York and L.A. What's new with you? How's life? Oh, she responded. Everything is good. Thanks. I don't know. Okay, then there's no I beef. think like why aren't I you think, two gals I on each other's show? I have no I mean I'm I'm not I'm not beefing with her. I'm just saying, like, I mean, Reddit thing, Sam. If I said something here today about somebody I never talked about in my life, like say, I don't know, Justin Martindale, and then tomorrow I got a welcome to my city or welcome to our city. How it's just it's weird to me. That's all I'm saying. I'm a fame whore. I would be like, oh my god, Heather, fabulous it's, to hear from you. Do you want to come on my show? <laughs> well, well, well. Then I, I did. I said, should we do some? I said, should I? Because now, she'll, yeah, because you and I were at the will... Polo Lounge when you initially. I said, got this. I, right, I said, should. And then after she said everything is good, I said, should we do some podcasting together or lunch? My tree Polo Lounge. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm painting myself in a certain light here. I'll be honest with everyone. No response. I just took it as a like. Girl, I hear every word you say, and don't you be putting my name in your mouth. I think it's weird, Sarah. It doesn't come three months later. It comes the next day after all the comments, like after not even a lot of comments, a couple comments are like, why are you beefing with Heather? All because I said something like Thursday or something. I just think it's weird. I think this was a passive aggressive, like, girl, David, I hear every word you say. Watch it. That's how I take it, and I will stand by that. Because that is, Heather McDonald woke up that morning and just said, let me think about David behind the velvet robe. Bullshit. It was a passive aggressive. This is why I love Kelly Dodd. Because when I say something, I get an email, you fucking disgusting little F F slur. (laughs) Right. You little F slur. You are disgusting. Your voice is repulsive. You are so disgusting. Who listens to your podcast? You're pathetic. I wish you would leave the business. Soon it will be over. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes your podcast. You are a loser. That's the that's the text you get from Kelly. And I'm like, yes, welcome to New York. You're far away from the OC. This is how we do it. Great. Let's work it out i like that better than this bullshit of like welcome to our city no girl you heard what i said you're basically saying you hear every word i say shut my fucking mouth keep your name on it i would have preferred that that's all wow okay 
I mean, look, I'm I'm blocked by Heather, which is sad because I she's one of my podcast idols. I adore her. But I did a video oh with Sarah from Texas, and I said to Sarah from Texas, what's your beef with Heather? And apparently Heather didn't uh, appreciate the video or, like, I guess us mentioning it or I guess it because it involved Jeff Lewis or something. And I, I love I, – I think Heather's one of the greats. Like, I absolutely love her show. She always – I think the way she explains stuff is genius. I love the setup. She's great with the guests. Um, she's, she's, just, she's just like a freaking OG. I love her. Love her, love her. I have nothing against it. She's very funny. I mean, I'll get all Oh my God, she's so good. Yeah, well, it's too bad because I've seen her have other uh, podcasters on. Yeah, this is not, this is, I am not beefing with her. I have nothing against her. I just think that was a strange coincidence. Because you you and Heather are up there, I think, with actual, you know, amazing, amazing interviews. I've listened to, some of these top podcasters are the worst interviewers you've ever heard in your life. I, I cannot... I can't even believe it. But you and Heather actually are really good. Thank you. Like, like, now I, I need to know. go. I mean, does Jeff? Okay, bye. bye. No, I mean, I like love you dearly. Everyone's I love you like, why'd you cut it short, David? Um, we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Love Heather. Love everyone. I'm not beefing with podcasters because guess what? If a podcaster wants to beef with me, guess what my response is? There is no response. I will not engage. So beef with me, I have no response. I think we've seen that recently, semi, where someone's tried to beef with me and I'm like, not engaging. <laughs> well, of course Kelly, not. Don't, don't give them Kelly, the, yeah. Kelly's the way to do it. Um, all right. I love you dearly. Bye, Gorge. Love you. Bye. See ya.